0: <conscious> <triciency> <studies> in Shalom, Australia. Funerals were held on Wednesday for the four victims of Israel's de- deadliest terror attack in years on Tuesday. Menachem Yecheskel, 67, Laura Yitzchak, 43, and Rabbi Moshe Kravinsky, 48, were laid to rest in Beersheba. The burial of Doris Yachbas, 49, was held in Moshev Gilat. Hundreds attended. Yachbas' husband Yossi said, Doris, my dear wife, wife, mother of my children who raised them with me, we ask you for forgiveness. We will never forget you all of our lives. Public Security Minister Omer Balev attended Yahbas' funeral where he said that a murderous terrorist incident took place carried out by a vile killer who murdered women only because of the hatred that burned in him and committed this heinous crime. The minister raised some eyebrows when he vowed to put the terrorist who was killed in the attack in jail. Balev later said he'd been asked to talk at the last moment and misspoke, having intended to say that any accomplices would be brought to justice. At Laura Yitzchak's funeral, husband Tull said, I fell in love with you at first sight when we served together in the army. The attacker, he said, decided to kill in cold blood for no reason, because she was Jewish. At the funeral, a man shouted at Diaspora Minister Nachman Shai, who was in attendance, accusing the government of lax law enforcement in the country south. Education Minister Yifat Shasha Butan was also heckled at a service for Menachem Yecheskel, with women there accusing her of sitting with terror supporters in reference to Ram, an Islamic party in the coalition that has strongly condemned the attack. Mourners carried the body of Yecheskel, draped in blue and white, in a blue and white Israeli flag. His brother Yifrach Yecheskel said at the funeral, "You are a simple and modest man who kept the commandments and studied Torah." Rabbi Kivritsky was the last of the four victims to be buried. He is survived by his wife and four children. A member of the Chabad movement, he was praised for his dedication to serve them. The four were killed and two others injured by 34-year-old Abu al kian from the Bedouin town of Hora in the Negev, in a rampage that started at a petrol station and ended in a shopping centre. Following his stabbing spree, the terrorist was eventually confronted by an armed bus driver who attempted him to lower his weapon. The attacker lunged at the driver who shot him, alongside a second armed civilian. The stabber died from the gunshot wounds at the scene. Some criticised the police for the time it took for them to arrive. It was passers-by who shot the attacker, despite the incident lasting eight minutes al Kian had served four years in prison for plotting to join the fundamentalist Islamic State terror group in Syria. He was released in 2019. M.K. Mansour Abbas, the head of the coalition's Ram party, which draws substantial support from traditional Bedouin communities in the Negev, strongly condemned the attack. He said whoever commits a terrible crime is a criminal and a terrorist. He noted the widespread condemnation of the attack by Arab Israelis. Political leaders, heads of municipalities, religious figures, entire families released statements. There was never anything like this in Arab society. On Wednesday morning, two of Abu al kians brothers were arrested and, and interrogated overnight, suspected of knowing about Abu, Abu al kians intentions and failing to prevent an act of terrorism. One was later released. Today, an historic summit will begin at Kibbutz de Boker in the Negev, the final home and burial place of Israel's first Prime Minister, David Ben-Gurion. The summit between the foreign ministers of Israel, the US, the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Morocco and Egypt is the first in-person gathering of each Abraham Accords country's top diplomat. Egyptian Foreign Minister Samak Shukri is, joined, is joining U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, the UAE's Abdullah bin Zaid al Nahyan, Bahrain's Abdullah Ratif bin Rashid al-Zayani and Morocco's Nasser Berita for the two-day gathering, hosted by Foreign Minister Yair Lapid. Jordan was invited to the meeting but is not expected to attend. Yesterday, March 26, marked the 43rd anniversary of Israel's historic peace agreement with Egypt, signed in 1979. Forty-three years later, foreign ministers from at least four Arab countries and the U.S. will gather in Israel to talk regional cooperation. Secretary of State Blinken will meet with Prime Minister Bennett, Lapid, Defence Minister Benny Gans and President Isaac Herzog in Israel and with Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas along with representatives from Palestinian Civil Society in Ramallah after the summit. Today's meeting of foreign ministers takes place less than a week after Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett travelled to the Sinai resort town of Sham el sheik for the first ever trilateral summit with Egyptian President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi and United Arab Arab Emirates Crown Prince Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed al-Nahyan. Defence Minister Benny Gantz will not be attending a meeting in Ramallah between Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas and Jordan's King II to discuss efforts to prevent an escalation in violence over the Ramadan period. Prime Minister Bennett is concerned that the meeting will distract from the significance of the summit in the south. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky spoke over Zoom last Sunday to Knesset lawmakers in a speech in which he lamented the lack of support to his country's resistance to the Russian invasion from, from Jerusalem. Zelensky, however, changed tack after the, after the address, saying he was grateful for Bennett's mediation efforts. President Zelensky said on Thursday night that he'd spoken again with Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, who's been trying to mediate and enter hostilities following Russia's invasion of the Ukraine. In a late-night address, Zelensky said he'd held calls with several world leaders, among them Bennett and British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, in order to advance peace efforts. His chief of staff on Thursday also praised the Israeli mediation and said Kiev considers Jerusalem one of the priority venues for a meeting between the Ukrainian president and his Russian counterpart, Putin. Ukraine's ambassador to Israel this week pleaded for urgency in Bennett's efforts, stressing that there should be a permanent working team 24-7 to help bring about a ceasefire. On Wednesday, Bennett spoke with Russian President Putin. Ukraine's Foreign Minister Dmitry Kulebe thanked Israel on Friday for opening a field hospital in the Lviv region of the country earlier in the week. He said, I thank its team of Israeli physicians and paramedics for their important humanitarian mission and tireless work to help Ukrainian men, women and children at this difficult time. Palestinians in major cities across the West Bank voted yesterday in the second round of local elections. Around 234 slates vied for elections in 50 cities, including Ramallah, Hebron and Jenin. Another 23 municipalities saw a single list running unopposed. The first round of municipal elections in mid-December comprised hundreds of small hamlets, and the second round in major cities was yesterday around 70% of listeners are independents rather than affiliated with political parties, reflecting a strong disenchantment with both Hamas and Fatah. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett marked his 50th birthday on Friday, treated by his staffers to a surprise appearance by musician Kobe Oz, lead singer of the Israeli band Tipax, of whom Bennett is a huge fan. Thousands braved the cold, wet weather to participate in the Jerusalem Marathon on Friday, which began at 6.45am. Israeli Olympic athlete Egeza Gwadi won the men's race in a time of 2 hours, 37 minutes, 17 seconds. Valentia Varesca 32, a refugee from Ukraine who fled the country along with her daughter won the woman's race of 42.2 kilometers with a time of 2 hours 45 minutes and 54 seconds. Vereska's husband is still in the Ukraine fighting against the Russian invasion in the country's military. Celebrating her victory, Vereska held up flags of both Israel and Ukraine. This is Peter Jones, Pelach reporting for SBS Radio from Jerusalem.